0: Welcome to the Rap Lab, Rap Lab, Rap Lab, Welcome to the Rap Lab. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, so you know what that means. all-new episode of the Rap Lab. It's your boy, the Candyman, the A-L-F-R-E to the D. It's
1: the one and only, the only one, the Rev Barber MC. And it's
2: the one and only True G, just call me the Q-G. And it's the Mac Man, your boy T.O., and y'all know the question that still remains, what's the deal, I
0: feel like that's going to be the question for, for the rest of the time that we do this podcast.
2: Oh, that
3: ain't nothing wrong with that. Do you actually have an answer to that question, Tio?
2: Let's see. What's the dealio? Oh, uh, no.
0: Listen, listen, listen <laughs> what, what what what's the dealio is the most rhetorical question of all time. There is no deal. Well, I mean, there is a dealio, but we just will never know what it is.
2: Yep, Exactly.
0: I tell you, in order to find out what the dealio is, you got to listen to Q5 and Buster Rhymes, and only then will you. you got to listen to Ford and Nasty, and only then you still might not find out what, what's the dealio.
2: Nope.
3: Nah. <laughs> Keep it hidden. Keep it hidden. You're the hidden hand of the group. But, uh,
0: ladies and gentlemen, we are only a couple weeks away from, uh, from uh, Boardwalk Buds, June 25th to the 27th. I done said it all All these times. You can go back in the past episodes and hear more about it. But Rap Lab coming to Atlantic City. It's going to be wrestling. It's going to be comedy. Speed dating. Game room. Y'all check that out. Boardwalkbuds.com. And also, uh, shout outs to our one and only Rev Barber's father-in-law. Copping that merch. Merch is available. And, uh, yo, Rev, I must say, uh, I don't judge men on their looks. But your man was looking fly in that
1: shirt, bro. Yeah, man, no doubt he's holding it down, man. But he still wants to have a word with you about that uh biggie pock thing you were talking about. Uh
0: oh. L- listen, listen, I I'll be, I'll be more Uh-oh. than happy to, to have a conversation with the man. And, uh,
3: uh, and I hope he and I hope and I hope he rips you up to pieces,
1: man. <laughs> Yeah, he's not happy about the uh biggie Uh-oh. statement you made. Isn't he from Detroit? He is from Detroit, and Biggie shouted out the Detroit players. <laughs> oh man,
3: Yes. All that outlandish stuff you was talking. You finally gonna get your come up in man. <laughs>
0: listen, listen, listen. I, I I'm down to have an intellectual hip-hop-based conversation, but don't forget the merch. The merch is on uh, tspring.com slash rap lab. We got merch from uh Rev Barber. We got merch from the true G to QG. So cop that merch. Send us a picture of you and the merch. QG homeboy also had a I had somebody cop the merch It's a get it before. It?
3: Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Shout out my boy TK, man. My boy TK. He, he copped the Rap Lab Podcast shirt. It's out there on social media. So shout out to my brother for supporting the brand. Much appreciated.
2: Yo, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Uh, yo, shout out to TK, man. The Parenthood was a good show, too, man. I'm just... Oh, wait, hold up. Not that TK. Sorry. Right, right, right. Not that TK, man. You trying to get him in trouble or something? No, it was a good show. I'm just kidding, man. We just mess with you, man. <laughs> Shout out my boy Yeah but, man, shout uh, out
0: to him though Getting into today's topic Once again we're covering this past week in hip hop news Ladies and gentlemen And the first big headline And this is huge because I know we about to have some opinions But recently the And by the way I, I wholeheartedly agree with this statement I Recently through various media outlets Drake was named The artist of the decade 2010 to 2020 i'm gonna ask you first qg since i know you're not the biggest drake supporter do you agree and why or why not
3: i agree with it i'm not the biggest drake supporter there's only about three songs from drake i really like but this is my thing i'm judging it by the numbers five studio albums three compilation albums two EPs, seven mixtapes 139 singles five promotional singles 84 music videos and when you look at the numbers judging by how it is thank me later platinum uh take care six times platinum nothing was the same four times platinum views six times platinum scorpion five times platinum and the man is just continuing to break records and my thing with this he is more marketable than Jay Cole. He's more marketable than Kendrick. Drake has the ability to incorporate reggae, incorporate soca, incorporate R&B. He's a crossover pop appeal act. And when you touch those markets, his fan base is his fan base is huge. He has a lot of females who are fans. A lot of the kids love Drake, and he gets respect from his peers. He gets respect from a lot of the top tiers because of his mainstream pop success. The reason why I'm not too much of a fan is because I'm more into the lyrics. Now, some people will quote the guy and say a line or two here and there, like, you know, um, you got body bossing and, and all that other stuff, and first day ever, last they greatest. You know, like certain lines like, like a that. Boy, he ain't nothing. I, to play with it. Ah. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, about at the same time, he said a corny line, bald chemo. That's trash. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> so chemo do make you
3: go bald. No, 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 no. He used that line to say he bald in the club. Bald chemo. I'm like, no, 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 no. So my thing is this: he does the RB thing okay fine whatever you know he he has these he has these hip-hop songs that's fine like he's in all these different genres of music that's why he gets that he gets that appeal and it's all about marketability however the numbers i won't i won't dispute or discriminate against the numbers he is a success i don't have to be a fan fan but i acknowledge the man's achievements He's talented. You have to be talented in order to get to some level of where he is. He continues to break records on Billboard. They have him competing against the Beatles. They have him competing against Jay-Z. They have him competing against Michael Jackson. You have to be more than a hip-hop artist to get to that level. So, I gotta give the man his due. He has done amazing things. So, Artist of the Decade, you got it.
0: All right. well, let me me switch it over to Rev now because We all know that one of the Rev rules is he can't respect you if you don't have your own pen. So, Rev, talk to us. Drake, artist of the decade. You agree, disagree, and if you disagree, who are you putting in that spot?
1: Well, first off, I got to say I agree because it's not rapper of the decade. It is artist. And even our favorite artists from back in the days have definitely used different pens and ghostwritten songs. And, you know, the commercial aspect of it, like QG said, you know, Drake has the numbers behind him as far as videos and releases. I can't take that away from him. The only other person I would probably put up there is um, J. Cole, maybe even Kendrick. But with those two, they're not as consistent. It seems like Drake has more of a reputation of, of dropping music than those guys. But um, I feel that... That's the hip-hop yes. police coming for you.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, actually, like, actually, they're coming to arrest you for all, for all your nonsense candy, man. They're not going to arrest Rev for telling the truth.
1: Let's I, go feel ahead, like, I feel like with um, Drake, he just puts out way more material. And when it comes down to it, it's all about consistency. And Drake has been consistent. I'm not the biggest fan of his. I mean... Some of his music is good. Every time, you know, you're at a party or an event or something, you can't help but to hear some of his songs, whether it be on a radio or somebody playing it. But I honestly can't um, name anyone else as consistent as him as dropping music. So, yeah, Drake, artist of the decade.
0: All right. And then over to the Mac man. Tell us what's the dealio. You, you, You agree with Drake as the artist of the decade or you think you think it's a farce?
2: I think everybody has touched on the points and yeah, I have to agree with everybody who says it because like I said, like um, Rev said and even um, QG said, he was consistent. And um, also, this is around the time that, you know, we have our favorite rappers from like the 90s and you know, the technology has changed. So we're going digital. So the streaming is going to be booming more than we brought CDs. So this was a great opportunity regardless for Drake. And I always said this no matter what out of the young money camp I felt Drake was the strongest like we know Lil Wayne was like the 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 head of the soldier of the group you know Nicki Minaj was like the queen of the soldier and Drake was like right behind but numbers wise Drake did take away like he, he just went off like I felt like his numbers was growing every year so yes we get on him about the the ghost riding and stuff and then the the whack bars and then, and then he had some good bars and then some songs too but the reason why like i said like we we had our episode of the whole Kendrick uh Drake and J. Cole, and we had our different reasons why we picked each but drake like i said drake is consistent uh, consistent with mainstream numbers and he's got a fan base that's growing so i can't say anything more than what the other guys just said so yes i'm going to agree drake is artist of the decade
0: okay and uh, i'm pretty much going to I'm pretty much going to agree that, uh, that Drake is the artist of the decade, only because look how diverse his reach is. Mm-hmm. So, as as QG mentioned before, he had the whole soca, reggae influence. like For like for like a good six months in, in 2017, Drake thought he was West Indian. I'll mm-hmm. not get that song he made with Rihanna. He talked about cock up your bumper, wine for me. I'm like, I hate what? Hated it, hated it, hated I'm like, it. Hated I'm, like, it, hated I'm it. like, Drake, that's you?
3: I wanted to kill it. But
0: but upon but upon further research, Canada has a a large West Indian community, so that's 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 you know carnival is big out there, so I get that. But then also he recently released a song with Bad Bunny, and uh, now going back to Rev, I don't think that uh I don't think that that he wrote this verse on his own, but he did a song with bad bunny and wrapped his verse in Spanish. And I was impressed. Bad bunny
3: wrote that verse. You think so? Of course he did.
0: But now I was impressed, man. And then also like, and then like, like, like To said, like out of everybody in young money, I think that he, again, he's been the most consistent. I don't think there's been, except for the last couple years. I don't think, I don't think there's been, I don't think there's been a year that went by and Drake didn't release an album.
2: So you know what the thing about Drake is? Drake could come out, Drake, Drake has reached that stardom already. It's like he this this may sound I may get heat for this, but he may have the Jay-Z effect. Like he could come out with anything out of nowhere. Boom. And people wow. will just like, buy it. People will just buy it. <laughs>
3: My issue with him was his subject matter when he started to change up. When he started saying catching bodies, like catching bodies where? <laughs> with who with the what street, the streets in toronto you're, are cold, you're bro. a you're, you're a good kid from canada good who kid. you catch your bo- You a good bro you i hate an actor that plays him. a rapper i hate an actor that plays a rapper who said that pun and he was absolutely right jimmy <laughs> okay. wheelchair
0: hey Jimmy hey, wheelchair. Hey, come on come on you He's was
3: saying. acting you was acting you talented but when you say i might catch a body like that the only way you're gonna catch your body is if you a male cheerleader That's the only way you're gonna catch a body. And then, what was that other song where he said, We drove through your block? Well, who the Eskimos? (laughs) He was riding through the six with his (laughs) woes. No, the only way he rides through that is with the
1: Mounties.
0: (laughs) Yo, come on, like, like don't front, don't
3: front for the public. I'm
0: not, I'm not, I'm not fronting.
3: No, I'm talking about him. Don't front for the public, don't act like you a tough guy. When you doing songs like Marvin's Room, I'm just saying you could do better. Keep singing, bro. Just listen. keep, just keep in, singing. He grew up in the Projects
0: Wait. in Toronto, bro. No,
3: no, he Projects in Toronto. <laughs> I can tell that you be proud.
2: Well,
3: <laughs> what, what Projects in Toronto, man? What, what you talking about, man? So on, so, 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 so get you out of here watching. with the so, Projects in Toronto, man.
0: you? Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Do you have an issue? When he said, he
3: started from the bottom. Now we is. What was his bottom? Being the on projects TV? in Toronto. The he bottom. Of Act- on the, the, right. He was. The, he was in no projects in Toronto. Man, get out of here. He
0: wasn't in a Ain't project no projects in for that
3: boy. You grew up. You grew up a good kid with a good life. Both your parents. More power to you. I love to see stuff like that. But don't don't try to come in here and push a narrative like you a tough guy because you got into an issue with Common, you got into an issue with Meek Mill, you got into an issue with Pusha T, and you want to act like you all this tough... No! He's no, you not! He's battle-tested! Yes, he's battle-tested, but don't try to add the streets into it. He sent Common packing to Chicago. No, no not. wrong. Wrong, yeah, again. wrong again. Wrong again. And wrong. Pusha, Pusha T sent him back to Canada in a box. No, <laughs> Pusha T...
0: Push the only loss Drake ever took was Pusha T, because
3: yeah, yeah, we had a son, but didn't Puffy slap him? Puffy slapped that boy. Yes, he did for trying to holler at Cassie. That's another else. Wow. Yes, he slapped. Yes, it's reported. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So you hold on. So so Puffy could
0: slap Puffy could slap Drake, but couldn't slap Tupac. That's crazy.
3: Why the hell would he want to slap Tupac?
0: See, this is just this just go how to show false bravado. No, it
3: ain't about false. It wasn't about false bravado. You know know Drake
0: wasn't built like that. That's
3: why he no. Because that's Drake's fault. Drake is Mr. Steel Your Girl. You know how many women Drake, Drake stole from other men? So yeah, he ask, tried to play himself. Ask Common. Please, Ask Common. He tried to play himself, and he got caught up with the wrong one. That's what he did. So what he should have did was call the Mountie. Call him out there with the Quebecers, and do something about it.
2: So wait, let me get this straight. He's Mr. Steel Your Girl. So Trey Songs has competition now. Is that where we're going with this? Hey, man. Canada dry. Oh, does. stop
3: it. Listen, It's <laughs> man, man, a good ginger ale. Man. And I'm not taking away from his talent. I'm talking about him as the person now, since you want to bring that in there. Him as a person is corny. Corny? Corny. He does, thi- he does things out of whack, which you is ridiculous. What
2: you saw what he did with Rihanna at the awards. <laughs> what
3: he do, do? What
2: do, do about the <laughs> that, you know, was that was classic. That was because classic. That was classic. Shout one, out to Riri. Well, that, that's his fault. You should have never try to make it about himself a bit. Shout if out was, to Riri. He was, he was like, he's like, yeah, yeah, Rihanna, I love you, man. All that stuff. I'm like, Lord. she caught a body that night. She
3: caught a body that night. She caught a body.
2: She caught a body without even physical touch. <laughs>
3: yep. She's somebody that I love since I was this young. I love you, Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna. Get out of here, man! Listen, man? It? Listen, everybody you got had, a crush. On, Listen, if you if, you,
0: if you're a man in, in America and don't uh. no got a crush on bad girl riri, dog, doing.
3: dog. How many Nick? How many I love Nicki Minaj records did he do in the beginning of his career? Quite a few. Come on, man!
0: I couldn't love Nicki Minaj. She made a plastic. You might catch cancer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy. But
0: uh, all right. So it's unanimous. Everybody here thinks that Drake deservedly so artist. He does.
3: Yeah, he does his thing. But you know what? I, I, and, and Rico is absolutely right. And I mean, next time he gets in there and pulls out Blackberry and reads from it, we are
1: gonna have a problem. Yeah, he's artist of the decade, not rapper of the decade.
2: Right. Big difference. Because because let's be real, you can, you can't say really rapper because he's been singing a lot too.
0: But we've had rappers that sang. Biggie sang.
2: That doesn't count not. Wait, Biggie, oh, ne- oh, Biggie never tried to go R&B. What are you talking oh, about? Exactly, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Drake went R&B as well. Eric, a- a- Eric, R- R- Sir- R- Sir- Eric Sermon sang, so what are you talking about?
1: R&B. 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 There's a difference. These dudes sang like two times. Drake sings like... Yeah. Once every track. I it
2: one,
3: And that's a song I like. I actually like that song. I need it one, I like passion fruit. I like one dance, and I like the song. How about now? That's the only three songs I like from this guy. I, I gotta realize. put you on. I, I gotta you put US you on for more. No, you don't have to put me on anymore. If you put me on anymore, I'm throwing it out. <laughs> oh my god! I've like heard it. enough Drake. I've listened to his stuff. The stuff I like is the songs I just told you. Take
2: okay. care was boring though.
3: No, take care. Take care is the only album that Drake
0: made that I didn't like. But other than that, everything Day- else is solid.
3: Right, right. Take care. Take <laughs> care. Right. Yeah, right. Take daycare. care, not daycare. Right, daycare. Show some you. respect to the artist of the decade.
0: Uh, yeah, he gets my respect.
3: Not not Aretha Franklin respect, but he gets my respect.
0: I'm not gonna say nothing about Aretha Franklin because I respect him you, immensely.
3: Mm, you, you, bet, you You better not, because you already got enough heat with Detroit, man. Don't play so.
0: Listen, man. I don't have heat with Detroit. It just it just it's just rev step pops through. We gonna have we gonna sit down and have a. A nice a nice conversation about
2: why Biggie's over Al, ow ow, ow, ow. You better hope his stepfather don't know, whoop your ass in the Auburn Hills arena. You're gonna become right. an Indiana and stuff. Listen, it's not malice in the palace part
0: two. All right. I, 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 I'm I am not <laughs> I'm not throwing beer on nobody. Let's
2: get let's
3: let, let's get to the next subject at hand because we spent way too much time talking about the Canadian quiff. I mean the yeah, <laughs> <article.
0: laughs> Oh, stop it. But uh Let's talk about the, the 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 hot new release that's going on now, the DMX posthumous album Exodus. I got to get your thoughts. Uh, Rev Barber, we're going to start with you first, because this is something that we, we covered extensively the last couple of weeks. What, what's your opinion on this new DMX album? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you think it's authentic to what DMX would have wanted had he still been alive? What's your thoughts?
1: i actually do like it um i see that it is getting a little bit of heat on social media but i feel like no one's ever satisfied with anything anybody does people always find like reasons to complain or want to add things or take things away um dmx does sound a bit aged i can say that um it is good that there was a lot of features there to pretty much like help boost him. I'm not sure um, as far as the tracks that he did while he was alive. It doesn't seem too much like things were pieced together like the Pop Smoke album. Um, Hood Blues was great with Griselda. Everybody stood out on that track. Bath salts. I feel like is a song that should be around for a long time with Nas and Jay-Z, man. <laughs> Both of those guys killed it, especially Nas.
2: Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. went
1: off on that. That was a long overdue track. That's one of the things I'm sad about a lot, like, with the most, as far as, like, with this album, because, like, <clears throat> everybody waited for him to pretty much, you know, pass away or not be around to to start collabing again with him and, and bringing him out. Like, what's the deal with that? You know, they should have been doing joints like years ago while he was here you know i mean i know he had his that's and stuff right. like that but like get this man in the studio you know like also dame grease said that he has 50 plus unreleased dmx tracks i want to hear those yeah i want to hear those joints you know what i'm saying like, hell yeah hell those yeah. are the joints that that really need to surface um towards the end of the album it gets really like you know on, on a sad note he talks about his son and everything and he has um, the prayer skit, which I always love his prayer skits. It, it just got super emotional for me towards the end that album. luckily I was um shaving with a straight blade, so I couldn't really like you know dabber too much in the emotions I cut myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um like I said, people just always gonna complain and find something to, you know, scoff about, but I don't think it was a bad album. It was super, super, super short. 39 minutes, 13 songs. Y'all know how I feel about that. Not the biggest fan of short. It's an EP, but I liked it, and it's something that I feel like I'll probably be playing for the summer.
0: Yeah. Okay, what, what What about you, QG? Your, your thoughts?
3: It kind of goes along with what Rev was saying. I like the album. I mean, DMX's vocals, yeah, there's something to be desired. Obviously, going into this I knew he was how he started because there was a lot that was going on with X. A lot. We we don't have to rehash the history of all the stuff that's happened to him. Um, My biggest takeaway from this, my biggest issue with this is Swizz's ad-libs. I felt he did too much. A lot of it was unnecessary. Just produce the track. If you're going to do some parts on the chorus, fine, but look at the the first song. That's my dog, yeah, that's my dog, yeah. Stop it, Swizz. Be quiet. Then you got uh, the joint with Lil Wayne. Let the dogs out. Let stop it. Just stop. But you so, know, but you know that's what you
0: expect from Swizz. Uh, historically-
3: I, I, I know, I know that's what he does. But to me, it was unnecessary. It wasn't necessary, bro. And every song nah, that Swissy has ever produced
0: n- in his life.
3: Nah, nope, wrong, wrong. He's not done that with every song he's producing. Well, the every- earlier, the earlier Swiss Beats productions, he wasn't he doing was, all bro, that. He
0: was an unknown. He never did that. But once he blew up and people knew who he was, like, and, come on.
2: and, and but don't you because, think because no? He that's wrong. Digger, exactly. He didn't. Blow that up. He, didn't, he nah,
3: was. Nah. He wasn't an unknown. He wasn't an unknown for them for them Rough Rider compilations. Sure, when he got on the map, fine. People know who he is and they respect him as a producer. But he many, started doing too much.
0: A, how many times you heard a Swiss Beats produced track and you always say, Swizzy
3: man? Plenty of times we didn't hear him say Swizzy man. He, he didn't have to do that. No. And no bro. With this one, true. with this one, he was too much. It was more like it was more like a it was more like a DMX
1: and Swizz album. Yeah, he don't really do that on DMX tracks either. I could have done without all that.
3: Right. That's what I'm saying. And and that's my gripe for me. Now, as far as the tracks itself, I really love that song Skyscrapers with Bono. I like the way that came together. Hood Blues is great. I like the song with Snoop. And what I love about Take Control, he was calm. Like, it wasn't an aggressive track. It's a love song. X was very overly aggressive here. Not just with the use of obscenities, but also with his delivery. Now, what I loved about Max was he had control. He could still be aggressive, but he could still put the technique with it. And I get it. It was a different time period. And a lot of it does feel forced, like like what Rev was saying. And when you get towards the end, I mean, the prayer is beautiful. His prayers are always beautiful. And um, the connection with his son, Exodus, you could feel it, especially to the song, "Letter to My Son, which was featuring Usher. And um there's some there's some good joints on there that I'll play from time to time, especially Bath Salts, which is great. The Rain is great. Love that song. I love when him and Nas get together, even though you know it was it was short lived. There's not that many Nas and DMX tracks, but when they do get together, it's great. Uh, it's an album that I can listen to here and there. It's not something that I'm just gonna jump and grab for compared to his first album and his second album, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Uh Mac Man, what do you think?
2: I I didn't I did I actually liked the album a bit I mean there was some hits and misses um like like QG and Rev mentioned the songs and the skits and the prayers um walking in my oh, I'm sorry walking in the rain was my favorite track off the album and I I'm I'm gonna agree with Rev I did feel a little emotional a bit towards the end of the album because this is this is where DMX I almost felt like as if like was there a time that DMX was hitting us that damn this guy might be leaving us something ain't right so now i'm worried so it's it 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 was actually good and i agree i I was not a fan of swiss as usual ad libbing a bunch especially like the first five tracks i think it was the first four or five he was ad libbing now wayne kind of surprised me a bit yeah i was surprised at his verse he 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 did pretty good he kind of surprised me a bit on his verse and i noticed and i noticed he sounded different now so i hope he's clean because all that you know, lean without the C. After I said clean, <laughs> I hope his voice is okay. I was never a Wayne fan like that, but he surprised me. But well, he had no choice because you because you're going a song with DMX, you better not fuck up no matter what. Um, Hood Blues, obviously a hot track. Hold Me Down with Alicia Keys, I loved it, but Walking in the Rain was my favorite. Now there was one track I could not get through, and that was Money, Money, Money. Mm Yep, I'm with I, you. I uh, uh, that so yeah, yeah. I'm uh, money, I money, not money. A fan Bidges, of Bidges, that song, cause I, I don't know. Money, money, money. Bitches, bitches,
3: bitches. Like, yeah, money,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with that, you. On that, that song did not even have to be on there. But um, other than that, the album was good. This, the production was, the production was great obviously everybody talks about bath salts with jay-z and Nas. although i don't know why the whole version without jay Kiss wasn't on there but that's nuts. yeah jay verse
3: kids should have been on there you heard about that rev that jay was supposed to be on it
1: yeah i heard about that man i'm surprised that they took it off but i had joked online that jay-z didn't want to get bodied by three of his peers <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that, is, that is true that is very true <laughs> i even heard j cole was supposed to be on one of these songs
1: man that would have been dope i don't know why they have maybe dame grease has um that joint in the stash
3: hopefully man love to hear that and then remember we
2: was teasing that there was supposed to be a collab between uh um late dmx and late pop smoke that's what i was hearing
3: yeah that track was supposed to be on there he he even talked about it
2: and and then there was another one that had to do with and i'm glad this didn't make it with French Montana, cause Lord knows what that oh was wrong. Why, why are you, that, thank that you? Thank God, thank God why, that why, was why not you you on there. Thank you, thank, no, thank, you. No, thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's, What's you. Wrong, thank you. You. French. French. wrong with French? Everything's wrong with French. Everything's wrong with French. French salad dressing, French Montana, French French fries, all that. <laughs> Come on, man. Even French, admi- French, French admitted years ago that he knows he's not a rapper. Hey, I you know how you That's do that. That's the only man. thing I like about him. Hey. It sound like a vacuum that got caught
3: in the carpet.
0: <laughs> Yo, y- y'all sleeping on French,
2: man. I'm telling you. Good.
3: A lot of snoring. Well, you know what? of snoring.
2: I mean, I'm already snoring in my dreams. On Forget that. I don't care.
3: Thank God he wasn't on there, man. And
2: hey, you know that would have been a, 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 a bit of a like, come on now, really French? The only people who would care was only French fans. That's it.
3: That's messed up, bro. But Why are you a French Montana fan, Alfred? <laughs> I
0: think I think French Montana is a skilled MC. Skilled whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, oh God. <laughs> a skilled Al- what? Alfred, did he you say, did, he you say did you say skilled
3: MC? Yes, Al- I did. And, Al- Michael, I, and Michael, Are you Are I you believe, out of your mind? I believe Al- he made Michael, good Michael, music. Bronx, he is not a skilled MC. Are you crazy? From the birthplace of hip-hop, fam. I don't care where you're from. You could be you could be from Antarctica and be a talented rapper. It don't matter if you're from the birthplace of hip-hop. A skilled MC? Are you crazy, man? He ain't got no skills. Why you he, hating? Just go, he just goes in the booth, makes a lot of noises and swag and all that stuff. That's nothing. I'm talking about technical techniques. It don't take technique to go in the booth and make noise. Why are you hating? I'm not hating. I'm telling you the truth. This, yo, there is not a hot bar or a hotline that French Montana has ever said in his entire career. Are you crazy? You Alfred, to try to defend this. And yeah. Rev, Rev, you could back me up on this. Does everybody remember the French Montana from the Smack DVDs? Yeah, he used to do the Cocaine City. Cocaine City. Co-
1: Big difference. I'm
0: gonna be a coke boy.
2: Come on. That's yeah. where
1: he lost me at Right. No, well, you know well, yeah, well,
2: he should have been a Pepsi that. boy, because I don't know what the hell that was. I
3: like I mean, hey, I like that red and white can too. I'm a coke boy too.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs> he 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 is not a skilled
1: MC. I'm sorry. No. I mean he, from has, it.
2: he has success. I give him his success, but skilled
1: yeah. MCs. No. I
3: will knock success. There's skilled MCs and there are people that there are people that just come in there and just say whatever, whatever, whatever.
2: Oh, you this know was, what? I, I got what? a question for Al. Who's better? Yeah. French Montana or Joel Santana? <laughs> 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 French, French Montana. Wow. This is going to be good.
3: They're <laughs> both <laughs> terrible. They're both terrible. like <laughs> no, it. they're, they're, they're both terrible. This was just like the same issue that I had about the whole dipset thing. Sorry to get off topic, ladies and gentlemen, but when people tell me swag and wave and pushing all this, I'm not asking that question. I'm asking about lyrics. That's what I'm asking about.
2: Hey,
3: French don't have it. Hey, 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 French, French don't have it. Hey, hey. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> Yo, thank no. you, thank you, thank you, Jewels for telling us the first letter in the alphabet. Thank you. <laughs> ready
0: do see my? I I didn't understand that, but anyway. Um, but yeah, Dmx like this, this album, man. Like, I, I I went into it with 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 a, with a certain state of mind because again. I can't I can't disregard the fact that if he was alive, no album would be coming out, and I'm pretty sure I could say that as an accurate statement. And like the album is good, but I just like I said, I just took it with a grain of salt because if he didn't die, would this album have even seen the light of day? And if and if he didn't die, would other? Because honestly speaking, and I've said this before, other than the, other than the Griselda dudes. I don't think he would have got features from Nas and Hov and Bono from U2 if he didn't die.
3: Honestly, I felt, uh, because Nas said it himself in an interview, he tried to, to reach out to X to do some records. He just couldn't find them. He just couldn't get in touch with
0: them. He couldn't get in touch with them. I'm pretty sure Nas knew people that could get in touch with
3: him. If you, if you look at the interview that he did, he was like, yo, DMX keep changing his numbers. Every time I called him to, to get together to do something, just couldn't get to the guy.
0: I'm pretty sure Swizz had his number.
3: You Steve, could know Steve, somebody.
0: Steve Riskin Ruf- had his number.
3: Yeah, but you could know somebody. However, if you don't, you know what I mean? People travel in different circles. You could know other people and say, hey, can you get this person to reach out to me, whatever, whatever. It's just like going back when Biggie said to Suge Knight at one of the award shows, hey, can you highlight Dr. Dre for me? I want some beats. Suge was like, yeah, all right. Dre never got the message. Certain things happen. But I I, I I totally agree with your point though, Candyman. About it would have been totally different because because there wouldn't have been a lot of people on there to be a part of that album. And and, and people have said that like if X was alive, you 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 probably wouldn't even see Jay on there because the competition between them was that's, so heavy. That's the biggest
2: one they was talking about Jay.
0: Yeah. And then here's my other here's my other thing, right? So the albums on Def Jam. If he didn't die, Def Jam wouldn't be putting this out because after Grand Champ, Def Jam dropped him. They did. His last album wasn't on. Uh, his last album wasn't on. Um, wasn't on Def Jam. His last album was on some label we ain't never heard of. So, come on, like, like I, like I said, like 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 Jimmy Iovine once told Shug Knight, the dead man gonna sell more records than anybody.
3: Everybody wanted a piece of it. That's what it is.
0: Bro, Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke was a mixtape rapper. He died, 50, 50, finished his album, and look, everybody wanted
3: to be on it. And I mean, you know something, Candyman, it kind of goes with your point, because when you look at the numbers, it it actually projected 300,000 streams. A lot of people expected higher. It only got up to 300,000 that first week. Yeah, you, you can't be surprised. No, I'm not. I mean it's a it's a it's a it's a crazy different time period and stuff like that. Oh, by the way, it goes to what we talked about last time. Did you guys hear anything on the radio from the album? Nope, no. not a single song. I didn't hear anything. Yep.
0: Yeah, I haven't even heard Bad Souls. You know what's funny? And I listen to Sirius XM when I'm driving. I haven't even heard nothing off the album on Sirius and Sirius usually plays uh album cuts and such.
3: Mmm. Somebody should have played something.
0: Yeah, it was it, it was weird, but yeah, like I said, the album was good. But like I said, if DMX wasn't dead, he wouldn't have got eighty percent of those features on that album. He may not even have had an album. So
1: it was, wasn't much promotion either. To be
2: honest, that's right. That's right. Problem. That's right. Problem. That's yeah,
0: right. but 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 you can say the same thing for the pop smoke mm-hmm. joint though.
3: It's cuz he's not but 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 Pop is younger.
1: Pop got way more promotion.
3: Pop got way more promotion and, and 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 the fan base that Pop had especially among the females. It goes with what Tupac said, if the females like it, the dudes is going to like it. When you go to the clubs, that's all you are hearing is that same record by Pop Smoke.
0: Well, that's true. She like the way that dance, she like the way that move, she like the way that I rock, she like the way that I woo. Nah, and him him having that song in two K helped too.
3: You addicted to blue cheese as well.
0: Blue cheese. Yeah. When I eat chicken wings, yeah.
3: Mhm. So do I. Shout out to that dude who made that record. What's his name again?
0: I just quoted Pop Smoke. What are you talking about?
3: Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about I'm talking about the style and technique. Isn't that drill? It is drill, yes, sir. Yeah, it goes under the same umbrella. Drill rap <laughs> uh, apparently is is where we at right now. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, but moving on, Uh, this news covers both hip-hop and sports. Shout-out to a a good friend of the show, Mr. Barry Grant Jr. of All Even Podcast. That's Uh,
3: crazy.
0: Yep. Uh, J. Cole got waived from the Rwandan basketball team. Uh, J. Cole, according to the research that I did, he played five games. He averaged 18 minutes a game and only scored a combined three points in the five games he played. Not three points per game, three points through five games. T.O., your thoughts on J. Cole? Uh,
2: you know, it, it, I, I know this is probably his dream, and I know he wanted to play in the NBA, so he got a chance to play in the Africa League, which is fine. I'm not even going to lie. I was one of the few people that felt like, all right, he's going to play off, at the Africa League, but I wasn't sure if this was more of a promotion or the recognition of people to now follow the Africa League. That's how I took it at first. But then again, we saw J. Cole play in his college days, and he played basketball, even even, even outside with his friends and anything. But uh, he played what, three games?
3: Five yeah, games. three
2: games, and he only had I think was five points, but still that's single digits, man. I don't know. And uh, three assists and five rebounds. Um... No, I, I, I kinda expected a little bit more of him, at least to ten points. I don't know about three points. But um I felt like this was more of a dream for him to play. Unless he was trying to make an awareness of like the Africa League should also be recognized better uh, more than the NBA. Not saying more than the NBA, but just like the NBA. But um other than that, um I give him kudos for trying. Uh, just could i just expected a little bit better that's just all but supposedly he left because of family family reasons
3: he said it he said due to a family obligation he had to leave mm-hmm.
0: yeah he realized he realized he wasn't hacking it so
3: no he, that's not it
0: hey listen somebody called nas because we all got let down
3: oh uh, yeah right 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 and somebody called percy because he let us down too
0: Hey, hey, hey! Percy actually played in the NBA. All right, don't, 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 don't sit here and be full of shit. For what? For what? A cup of coffee. He played (laughs) the NBA for a cup of coffee. So what? Listen, a cup of coffee is better than than, than being a bust in the the African League.
3: Not, not necessarily, because I'm going to tell you why. There was a positive here if you if you if you think about it, because this 12 team basketball Africa League was trying to establish itself. Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner. And and people like the Kenbei Matumbo, Grant Hill, Luol Deng, and Joakim Noah, they all were trying to push and get behind it. When Cole went over there, it brought exposure. In fact, Cole ended up on the cover of Slam Magazine. He did. So the listen. necessary
2: attention, it 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 did something. And 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 Al, you know, you're we we fans of 2K games. They mention it a lot in the 2K games too.
0: Listen, listen, man, listen, 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 man. He, he, so, at one point before the pandemic happened, there was there was reports that the Detroit Pistons wanted to bring J. Cole out for a workout. He ain't getting no NBA workout now after that piss-poor performance.
3: Is Percy getting an NBA workout? Percy had NBA workouts. Percy was on NBA roster. No, I, I'm talking about now. Is he getting anything now? He's old now. What, are you, what? No, I mean, listen. I mean, I mean the man is making ice cream and cereal and all that other good stuff. He's a he can play. now. Yeah, 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 chef. Shout out, shout out to the real chef Patrick Lee. Shout yeah, out shout to out him, to our
0: boy, Patrick No,
3: but, but, nah, but listen, listen. Let that man go to New Orleans. Let him help out the Pelicans.
0: Listen, first off, stop being funny. Second, of no, off,
3: he can do some workout with the Pelicans. Tell him ma- help out the Pelicans. Masterpiece line of ramen noodles is delicious. All right. The
0: how much?
3: Fix- how much sodium and, 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 and how much <laughs> sodium and sugar is in it? The same Uh-oh. amount of sodium the Koreans put in theirs. All right.
0: Do you got proof? Yeah, I got proof. You just re- compare the labels.
3: Right. Compare the labels and tell us tell us how much sodium is in that salt box.
0: But anyway, uh, Rev, what's, what's your thoughts on uh, J. Cole? You feel like he let you down or let anybody down in this stint in the African
1: Basketball League? I kind of feel like it was a promotional stint. Um, I would have loved to see him get some more minutes, some more playing time to really see what he could do. The thing that stuck out to me is... That no-name, whoever it was, that pretty much was saying that he didn't appreciate J. Cole being in the league. First of all, you're the guy that's known for hating on J. Cole. Nobody s- still knows his name, this guy, whatever he is. I don't know. He might have been one people. of their top players or whatever is going on with him. But this was a great thing for that league because it put them pretty much in the public's eye. A little more notoriety. Maybe there's some NBA players, or even some big three players. They'll take that trip to Africa now and get in this league because of J. Cole and, you know, the platform that he put these guys on now. Um, I kind of like I said, I wish he had more minutes, more playing time to really see what he could what he's really about. 18 minutes. It's not really enough. I know he didn't really score much. And it's like he kind of just joined this team in the middle of their season or what have you. And he ain't get no real chemistry with these guys, so I'm not going to judge his performance based on a, a small stint. That's just like when you play in a pickup game and then your team wins and then one guy got to go home and then you just pick up a random cat that's just waiting to have next, like, hey, just join the team. And, you know, like, you ain't really got no chemistry with the guy, no matter how good or bad he is. You know, he just kind of, like, just subbing in or whatnot. But I'm proud of J. Cole for doing what he did. It's cool that he put these guys on a platform, you know what I'm saying? But... I don't know. I don't see many other rappers doing it. I know a lot of these other rappers, they claim they could ball. We saw what what Lil Baby did in the All-Star game. Man, that was terrible. <laughs> you, nah, you, you know what
3: else to add to that, Rev? And a lot of people don't talk about this. He gave his Rwanda teammate sneakers. Yes, he did. He, he was just, doing yeah, a lot uh, of he, yeah. he was he was doing a lot of philanthropy while he was out there in in Rwanda. Yeah. That that was part of the that was part of the reasons of going out there. He was giving out clothes, shoes. Yep. He was doing some things out there besides the basketball.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's easy to speculate, you know, like from afar, you know, and then like just kind of judge him on his minutes, his points. But nobody's really looking at the overall performance of what he did, like you said, as a philanthropist. Yes, sir. Well. All I know is that
0: on the cover of the offseason, he burnt the basketball hoop. He should continue to burn every basketball court he owns if he has any more, because he don't need to be playing no basketball.
2: You know, what, you know what? You know what? T- t- I, w- I want Drake to try out for the Toronto Raptors now. I want to see how this goes. He should, as much as he on the sidelines hey, hey, cheering them on like a mascot. Well, man, listen, Drake
0: Drake Drake got a ring, all right. He, he got a ring when they when they beat the when they beat the Warriors
2: as a mascot.
3: Stop it.
0: Hey, listen. I rather have a ring as a mascot than no ring at all.
3: Yeah, he got a ring, all right. If, if I he put in, if in he, a twenty-five cent, to, he, he he put in a quarter. He got that ring pop. That's what he got.
0: Listen, <laughs> listen, yo. You that's hater. the rig he got. That's he, the rig he got. He was got. busy yelling in Kevin Durant's ear the whole series, and that's how that's how they won.
3: And Kevin Durant should have knocked his head off.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey leave, leave, leave the champagne poppy alone, okay? You that's, you calling him champagne poppy? That's, <laughs> that's I, what you called him, champagne I, poppy. I'm addressing him by by what what the ladies call him. He, he is the champagne poppy.
3: The only poppy out there is Eddie Guerrero.
2: <laughs> Rest in peace, Eddie.
3: I'm going to leave that alone.
0: All right. That's the
3: only poppy
0: switching gears here. I might get killed for this one, too. But uh, recently, uh, Juvenile, one of my favorite people, sat down with uh, DJ Vlad of Vlad TV, which some people like DJ Vlad. Some people don't like DJ Vlad. And um, uh, Juvenile recently stated uh, he had some harsh words for one young buck. Poor young buck, because it just seemed like everybody's got harsh words for young buck nowadays. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people, including Royster59, uh, have claimed that uh, Vlad caused, causes problems amongst rappers. We've even heard that Vlad gets people to inter- uh, incriminate themselves uh, in, in his interviews. Uh, first off, it's, this is a two-part question to everybody, and we'll start with you, QG. Uh, what do you make of the juvenile Young Buck comments and What's your thoughts on DJ Vlad? Good for the culture, bad for the culture. Is he an instigator? Is he a culture vulture? What do you think?
3: The juvenile and young buck situation kind of makes me sad when I think about it because I remember when UTP got together and I thought everything was good because, you know, juvenile was supportive of Buck. He was in, you know, one of Buck's videos. And from what I researched and what I read, um buck was saying that there was supposed to be a deal between utp and defra and they was in california and juvenile kind of left abruptly according to young buck and buck was looking around for juvie nobody could find juvie anywhere juvie was the foreman he was the anchor to the ship according to buck and when juvie left the deal was off the table and buck went on a record and said Juvenile left me in California. I still love him. He kind of ran with that, and Juvie didn't say one word. And Buck just kept bringing it up in interviews and stuff like that. So Juvie got tired of it. Juvie was like, Nah, man. Like I hate you. You you've been you've been putting this putting this narrative of me, and it's been wrong. You know what I mean? Like there's no clear cut reason to what really happened. But to me, with Vlad. Vlad asked him the question to instigate a situation. I felt he should have done what we do on this show. When we talk to people and we interview people, we ask them, is there anything you don't want us to talk about on camera or on the air? And they would tell us. And with Vlad, I don't think Vlad cares about anybody's feelings. He's said things and done things, especially about people that he can't interview. He'll go around them. He'll go around their affiliates. He's brought up Nas and Ice Cube millions of times on his channel. He's 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 asked questions about Pac, and you could attest to this, Candy Man, how many times has BG knockout and all these <laughs> same people been on, on there? Time. They 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 stay on there. TK Kirkland. All these people, Mob James, all these people get. Boosie. Boosie, Lord Jamar, everybody, everybody gets like the same
0: people. Sorry to cut you off, but on Vlad TV, one, Vlad is keeping these people relevant, and two, Vlad always asking somebody who have nothing to do with anything about these situations.
3: He asked, I Boosie, don't about, he asked
0: it. Boosie about 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 uh, Nipsey Nipsey Hustle's murder. Like what?
3: In the beginning. I was okay with Vlad's interviews, his early interviews. They were fine. Like when he interviewed Be Real, when he interviewed uh, um, a couple of people, like a couple of battle rappers, a couple of MCs of my favorites, like Matt Hoffa and Sue Surf and them. Like I was okay with his er- early interviews. The MC Search interview was great. I love that interview. There are certain interviews that are good, but now it's starting to get ridiculous with some of the stuff that he's doing. Culture Vulture... I won't go that far because I know Vlad the Butcher from the mixtapes. I enjoyed those. So he, so, so he, he, he is a part of hip-hop as far as the music sense because he said it himself. That Tupac mixtape project that he did, Rap Phenomenon, he did one for Pac and he did one for Biggie. I enjoyed those. So as far as all this stuff goes on, Vlad just needs to check himself, seriously, because he got a lot of heat for what he said about Minister Farrakhan. And a lot of the rappers who love Minister Farrakhan went at his head. It was like, nah, this guy got to get out of here. You disrespected one of our elders. So it's like, who are you to say something? So I just feel Vlad just needs to have a reality check, check himself and be careful, man, because you're treading on thin ice.
1: Yeah, I feel okay. that. And like, Go ahead, you, know they, you know when they say like, you're a guest in hip hop? I feel like that pertains to him a lot, not because he's white, nothing like that, because there's phenomenal white MCs, white journalists, everything like that. But like he did transition from a, a DJ to a journalist. And like as far as not being an artist and he does interview a lot of people like Al says, like he, they don't really got much to do with like certain situations. And he'll bring them into it. Uh, what well, I don't, can yeah, I ask you ahead. a
0: question before you continue. But yeah. so you say he's a guest because he was a DJ, never an artist.
1: But wouldn't you say Funkmaster Flex is a guest then? No, Funkmaster Flex is a pioneer. As much as I can't stand him and his antics and his yelling and his WWE promos, he definitely opened a lot of doors for a lot of MCs. Vlad has not really done that. I can't name any artists that he's brought into the game or given a, a, a super platform other than keeping like some of the OGs like, relevant with his interviews. You know, but I agree. Even, even with his interviews, I feel like he's still more of a guest because... You know, he's not opening any doors, you know what I'm saying? This is a mutual thing. These guys could go elsewhere. There's so many other journalists, and, and they could do interviews with them. So as far as, yeah, being a guest, like, he started a DJ, and he wasn't he wasn't that bad, but he didn't have longevity in that to, like, pave ways, open doors for, like, any artist, like I said. But what I really, what sticks with me is um he involved himself in the Joe Budden ransom beef, and those two dudes, they grew up together, they have history and everything like that, and it's just like, bruh, this wasn't your business, you know, you're interjecting yourself, and he went with Ransom to Joe Budden's friend's house, and in Spanish, he told, he told Ransom to slap him, and, like, that's what I'm saying, like, he's an instigator, and he gets like that title, because people m- may tend to forget that, because the internet wasn't like as prominent back in the day, but I remember that video, and I remember when he did that, he was in the cut telling him to slap him in Spanish, like, why are you mm-hmm. bro? and then you would the first want to pull out lawsuits when people's coming at you i, I mean don't get me wrong like i will watch lad tv his interviews are entertaining because he does lead people to incriminate themselves and it, it's a double edged sword with that because it's like you can't force nobody's hand but you can open a door for somebody to walk through it Especially if, if it's no light in the dark. There's going to be some curious people that's going to be like, what's on, what's on the other uh, end of it? So I feel like he does do that sometimes. And I do like his format. I do like his organization of his interviews, you know, his projection of it. It's just him sometimes. I just, I can't get with it sometimes. But, you know, it, yeah. it's love. It's I love agree. Yeah.
3: Why do you think Mike Tyson had Zab Judah do the interview instead?
1: Mm. Same I
0: mean, reason. And then, but you notice in that interview, Zab Judah didn't do the whole thing. Zab Judah only took over after yep. he asked Mike Tyson about Skip, and Mike Tyson got upset.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He asked, No, he asked yeah. about Zip, and he was like, Yo, you know you know, Zip was one of the guys they said had something to do with Tupac's murder. And then Mike freaking, Tyson— his-
3: Freaking Tretch walked off. Y'all see that? When Tretch was doing an interview, he got Tretch so mad Tretch left.
1: I'm not yeah, surprised. they
0: were talking about Tupac and Tretch took the mic off and dropped it and, let, and walked out.
2: Yeah, yeah my, my issue with Vlad is he. I feel like he purposely sometimes like he knows the connections for certain drama and situations, but then he will purposely try to instigate it even more. And I'm like, why are we talking about this in front of that person? Like you pissed off Tretch, you pissed off people. You talked about Lew, uh, Minister Lewis Farrakhan and all that other stuff, but. Again, I, I agree with who said it. I think it was QG or, or I think it was Eric on um, Rev. He said, uh, "I like this early interviews too," but yeah. I felt like once you once you blow up a bit and then once you get that recognition, I felt like some people just have a big ass head. Like to me, Vlad is a big ass head. That's what he is. He's a high head sometimes, but and I feel like he does. And I feel like he does this on purpose now recently I can't say recently you you saw what happened with Lord jamar you see yeah. how jamar don't fuck with him anymore
3: talk to him yeah 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 tell him about
2: that well, well oh man what was that interview I think qG you was the one that brought me to it first it uh, has, because it has to do with Far- Farrakhan. Farrakhan,
3: yeah and we know and we, you know, know, and we part part know what Farrakhan is. means Farrakhan to the five percent nation and, and the and the and the nation of
2: Islam. He's a pivotal yeah, and, part. And, and you know what Jamar did? Jamar, a nation of Islam too, right? is it Jamar? That's um, right. So That's you know right. that is both Jamar and I think was T K. Kirkland one of them that backed him up. That back Farrakhan too? Because there's some people that that were like regular guests on Vlad. They left, and I know Jamar was one of them.
3: Well, we mentioned Royce the Five Nine earlier. Royce the Five Nine yes. is very vocal about all that
2: and that's the last person you want to fuck with (laughs)
3: because because with the juvenile young buck situation royce the five nine was saying it's like vlad you instigated you asked juvenile that question on purpose so now you're causing more of a of a dissension and more of an issue of of of, of of a problem that took place in the past
2: and that's another yet. thing. When, when, when that when that particular situation dies down, it's like Vlad will purposely try to bring it back up. Like, oh no, here we go. It's like, what are you what are you trying to get out of this, Vlad? That's that's what I want to know. What are you trying to get out of this? See what and, and 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 back and before we get to you, your point, Al, that juvenile young beef uh, bug beef really hurt me because I thought these two were cool. And the last time, like, I ain't gonna. I haven't caught up to their like their past like that um, after the Let Me In video. But I thought everything mm-hmm. was cool. You know, it felt like Juvie was like, alright, this is my man from UTP. You can have a 50, take care of him. You know, it was like passing, how will I say it? it was almost like passing from a team to, the, to another team and say, look, you could take care of him better than me at the moment. Because oh. he joined G-Unit, right? And then... It's on, on, on the song Bloodhound, he was shouting him out. Yeah, Bloodhound. And then, you know, another thing I took away from this, I I also didn't know that it was happening until Game mentioned it on 300 Bars and Running. That line, I was wondering why he always said, what he said, Juvie left you for N.O. And I'm like, the fuck <laughs> you talking about? Yeah, because yeah, the, the
0: history, Young Buck was down with Juvenile from, from, he was like one of the goons in Cash Money. And then when Juvenile left to form UTP, he took Buck with him. <laughs> If you go and li- listen to Juvenile's mixtape from 2002, Five um, Hundred Degrees, um, you have G Unit is all over that mixtape, and you then after be. and then after that, Buck left left UTP to go join G Unit, so that's the history. But um, as far as my, I see, I don't have an issue with Vlad because I got to give Vlad some credit here for a second. Like, Vlad has gotten interviews from people that we never thought we would hear from. Like, for example. Even though I think she's a bitch, and, and and say what you will, he got Ayanna Jackson <laughs> on camera. Nah, 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 fuck that. Nah. Ladies, pardon me for my language. Mom, if you're listening to this, uh, I, I, I I I would never usually say such a thing, but yo, fuck that bitch. But he got that interview so that I never thought we would. Trash
3: bag, disgusting hoe. Huh? She's a dirty bottom feeding trash bag, disgusting.
0: I agree. Damn, no. I agree. Fuck that bitch. But at the same time, I, I, I at least I got to hear the story out the bitch's mouth. So that's one. Two, he got the Keefy D interview. I don't, I don't mm. really have no positive opinion of Keefy D, but he got an he, he got an interview from the person that was in the car, the people that killed Tupac. So that was huge. And then look at all the people that he's been kept relevant, bro. Like like you said, Lord Jamar, TK Kirkland, uh, Boosie. Was it Godfrey uh, one of them too? Godfrey, BG, BG Knockout, all regulars on his on his on his channel. And de- if you mm-hmm. think about it, like who in twenty twenty one is really going to interview BG Knockout? Nobody. <laughs> no, no. Am I am I am I am I being an asshole or am I telling the truth? Really? No,
3: no. I, I I'm laughing because there's like over a thousand BG Knockout interviews on Vlad TV.
0: Exactly. He, oh. he um he recently interviewed Mac Ten, who is somebody that you and I personally. Enjoy listening to nobody in twenty twenty one is gonna is gonna interview Mac Ten.
3: So, but you know how many people have turned down a Vlad TV interview because of what we're because of what we're talking about. Quite a few. Yeah, he can't get Nas up there. He can't get Ice Cube up there. There's a lot of people he can't get up there. So he'll talk, but but, but he'll talk, talk to he'll everybody talk, who was around him. He he
0: talked to Mac Ten. He talked to Del the Funky Homo Sabian.
3: Don't you think it's kind of weird when? Every time he says Nas is the worst beat picker, and he asked that question to Salam Remy, he asked that question to Large Professor, when it came to Ice Cube, he even asked King T about ghostwriting. He's like, has his cube ever had any, anybody write rhymes for him? Like, you see what he's trying to do?
0: He's just okay. asking questions. He's a journalist.
3: No, 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 he's no, no. That's a, that's yeah, not all to, he's trying, he's trying
2: to, to do. Start shit and revive beefs between. Four that
3: and that's uh, yeah, exactly that's what, what that that that's
2: exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to revive former past beefs. That's what he's, that's another thing I don't like about him. He does it on purpose. If that's the case, he might as well work for Wendy Williams. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, not not that bitch. <laughs> Might as well work for Wendy, because you're
3: not because it's because because it's not about hip hop now.
2: Now you're turning into TMZ. Exactly. And 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 like we said, it was like he's he's a great interview uh, interviewer, but it's just like certain things you just want to knock his knock his head off for. Like, why would you bring that up? So I mean I will I will, I
0: will, a, I will but, give Vlad credit because he did get New Jack to appear in a suit. For his-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he, he he did he did get New Jack on Rusty, here no, Rusty, I mean I, I, I mean I mean he interviewed Mark Henry. He interviewed a, he interviewed a couple of rappers not to, men- so not to
0: mention he, he interviews more than rappers. He's interviewed Eddie Griffin. He's interviewed D L Hughley. I mean yes he has. I, I do feel bad because he, he got that infamous soundbite from Orlando Brown.
3: Uh, oh so, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't repeat what he said on here.
2: Uh, nah, I can't. No, Not after what he did to um, what's what's her name. Uh-uh.
0: But but now he's interviewed like, and again he's, he, and I, I give Vlad credit because he's interviewing people that wouldn't. That he's keeping he's keeping certain people relevant.
2: Yeah, that's true. But
0: bro, who's interviewing Faison Love in 2021, bro? Come on now.
2: My,
3: hey, he got FaZe on Love, Michael Jahai White on there. He, he's, <laughs> he's had
0: Marlon Wayans on there a couple of times.
3: Mm-mm.
0: So, my only issue with Vlad is that, like, he'll talk to, like, Marlon Wayans, and the interview was the clip of the interview will start off with, Well, you know, recently, I, I, you know, I talked to Greg Kating. And then the the fucking the clip of the <laughs> old interview will just uh, magically
2: come out of nowhere. He's and,
3: notorious for that. You hear that little <laughs> And then it goes to the and then it goes to the interview. Oh, yeah.
2: Like I said, sometimes I feel like he, he he's 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 going he's working with Wendy Williams. And speaking of Wendy Williams, not talking about her because this next topic, oh shit! Mm. All I gotta
0: say about Vlad, just please, please, please stop asking BG knockout about Orlando Anderson, please. Yeah, please. But uh, yep. How many? Uh, yo. Uh, oh, and the other last thing before we move on. Those mobster interviews, the fact that he's getting like former capos and yeah, to talk, that's crazy.
3: It goes with what Rev was saying about incrimination.
0: Yeah, but those guys probably got given immunity after they've been through the court system. Uh,
3: I mean, it's funny. It's funny how these things play out. You got to be careful. You got to watch what you say.
2: Watch what you do too. Mhm. Oh boy, here we go. But next, I, I mentioned speaking of Wendy Williams because uh, oh, this is next, this is tough here. A once a once protege of Wendy Williams, here we go.
0: So Charlemagne the God got into it with Funk Flex, and Funk Flex went deep, deep, deep in Charlemagne's past and brought out rape allegations that oh. that Charlemagne has not denied. QG, what what what's your what's your opinion on this situation?
3: Uh, um, I'm gonna. I'm going to I'm going to be careful here because you know what I can what I can tell you all is this this here this allegation that went down with um with Charlemagne the God what we what we do know is that the girl in question she was 15 at the time when she brought these claims against him and You know, her mother told uh, uh, a column called The Blast that she was trying to protect her daughter from the suffering. And um, she stopped her from cooperating with the prosecution. Charlemagne did plead guilty to a lesser charge of contributing to the delinquency of a minor, and he got three years probation for it. So when this all came about again, you know the people were calling for you know Charlemagne to get thrown off the air. They 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 were doing petitions and everything like that. Man, man, man. And it was it was just you know and people are asking the question why is he still on the air? Mm-hmm. You know why 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 is all this going on now? Allegedly, from what we do know, according to the police report, um, you know they were you know amongst each other and the girl in question she said that you know the man was trying to kiss her and she forced the man off and you know this was this was somebody that was this was somebody affiliated with somebody you know what i mean and then it's like you know when you hear a story about this it's 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 kind of heartbreaking and with sexual misconduct and allegations we got all that going around everywhere it's like everywhere you turn you hear it and you see it. And you know, with the you know, with the DNA evidence, you know, they're saying that, you know, the police test DNA didn't even match up and it was just a lot going on. And, you know, Charlemagne, he, you know, he released statements about it. He, you know, he talked about it. He even put it in his book where, you know, you know, he mentioned, you know, he, you know, he wishes that this situation did not go down. But in, in 2015, he 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 admitted. He said he gave the woman Spanish fly. He said you elaborate on what Spanish it. fly is for the. For it, the it's teenager?
0: a it's a
2: it's
3: a it's a it's a date rape drug. Yep.
2: It's
3: it's like slipping a Mickey. What people would say. You know, you slip something in somebody's drink, they become, you know, impaired, and they don't know what they they don't know where they are, they don't know what they're doing, and and, and we also got to think of the law too. Cause this alleged situation took place in South Carolina. South Carolina is different from New York. <sighs> Shit. So, I mean, it's a real, 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 real hard, touchy subject, man. And I, I just, I just was like, when I heard it, I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is, this is crazy. So, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a cop. You know what I mean? I, I want justice when, 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 when something is done wrong. So that's all I could really say about it.
0: Rev, what's your
1: take on this situation? Yeah, this is a tricky one here. Super touchy. Um, what I can say about Charlemagne is it seems like he's tried to take the right steps to better himself, not just from that situation, but just being an instigator and everything else that he's done on radio and off radio as well so i can never knock somebody for trying their hardest to be better from you know their bad and he said that on a couple of occasions uh fung master flex though does have a tendency to do things like this and bring up people's past and start wars with them but he did make a couple of points and you know Charlemagne does sometimes and djmv have a reputation of not being the nicest towards certain female guests that they have on their radio station. Um, this is just another chapter in the book of Hot 97 versus Power 105 and the beef that's been long-standing between yeah. the two radio stations. Um, I I definitely can't stand with Charlemagne for what he did back in the day, as far as like you know the Mickey the Spanish Fly thing to the female, and I guess he did somewhat admit it by taking a lesser charge. Uh, it's just years later, though, and I'm not sure the particular reason why Funk Master Flex had to bring this up now. I don't know what struck the nerve, but like I said, it's just long standing beef between the radio stations. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna touch this one with a 10 foot pole, man. Yeah, Mac Man, what about you?
2: Well, supposedly this happened years ago, and Funk Master Flex even brought it up then, but um, this is. I know we I know we a hip hop podcast and you know Charlamagne no matter what is part of the hip hop culture but we can't we can't let this sweep under the rug because this is no matter what a no-no on his end. Yes, he has apologized it, but um as far as taking the right steps, like Rev said, he's tried, but then it's like he's back to his old self again because you saw what happened when he when the subject of Tommy Brown got brought up. And then uh, who Brown? His, Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Oh, okay, okay. And then, um, for those who don't know, Kwame Brown, a former NBA player who once played with Jordan, and the Wizards, and Kobe on the Lakers, and a few other teams. But um, it was when he brought up no the the um the topic was when the, the um they got brought up about the um Kwame Brown versus like everybody that included the all the small podcasts of Mike Barnes and Stephen Jackson, and for some reason. Charlemagne brought up his family. I don't know what he was trying to do. He said he was trying to help. Him. Yeah, I remember that. Not to mess with him and then mm-hmm. around, got pissed. Went on his YouTube and then you know mentioned once again this time from Kwame the, the rape allegations. Kwame, uh, yes, I hate to do this, guys, but um I ain't trying to uh, get anyone in trouble, but he did interview the uh the victim's family recently. So, you know, he's on Charlemagne's head as well. So, we, again, we there's been too many um, rape cases throughout the world, throughout years, and still going on now, but we cannot let this sweep, sweep under the rug. And, you know, the Breakfast Club does have ratings, so, you know, it's going to be a bit of a protection on that end at the moment. Me, personally, I'm not happy with more of Angela and Envy letting this slide as well because they got to talk to him about that. Mm-hmm. You can't just yeah, let yeah, that slide yeah. because then because people are gonna think that y'all y'all part of this thing too, or as Kwame said, the go along get along game. So, I mean, it's. The DJ, I'm, I'm really disappoint. Anyway. I'm really disappointed in this whole situation, especially Charlemagne. But um, again, he's he has apologized and he has owned up to his rights, but. This is something that's this is something that's gonna hurt him for this whole year at the moment. It may not, it may not, you know, break uh down for the ratings and the Breakfast Club, but this is going to eat him alive at least for a whole year, in my opinion. I overheard you say something. Rev, what did you want to get to?
1: I, I said DJ Envy's a punk anyway, man. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not the biggest fan of him, man. He he doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to women either. And like publicly we all know like you know, he cheated on his wife and stuff like that. We all make mistakes and stuff, but he's just always been like kind of fraudulent right. and suspect. And,
2: and, and that's true. He did that on live air, but um, I didn't like. And then another thing that really made me mad is when he made a joke about it live. Yeah, on radio. yeah, it's not funny.
3: It's it's it's, it's not, not
2: funny. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, didn't
3: like that at all.
2: That that is not funny because now you're, you're you're not only mocking your case. But you're mocking every other rape victims that went through similar fucking situations.
3: And Charlemagne did it to himself on his own podcast when he said, I got this girl real drunk. He said it. He was like, you know, he's like running a train on her. That's rape. And he was laughing about it. That's not something you laugh at. He was no. like, he, he he said this was consensual. They both wanted to have sex with each other. She was, and and and, and the dude asked him, the dude asked him, Was she passed out? She wasn't coherent, but she was up like when you're blacked out. Yeah, he said that.
2: Like, what are you doing? And 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 then, um, and then, and then who mentioned it? Was it ref who said there? Him and Envy are not good towards their feelings. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you he's, so happy he's to right. Mama. You saw so he's to right. Mama on that interview. Yeah, so it, it's like, Are y'all serious? And, another, and, and one more thing, like, and it's not just, like, you know, females, because because you... um, What's that comedian name? Donnell Rollins? Ashley Larry. See that? Did anyone see that interview? I saw
3: bits and pieces of it. I didn't watch
2: oh, the whole thing. God, yeah, they, oh, my God. If I ain't, Yo, that interview pissed me off. If that ain't one of the most disrespectful interviews I've ever seen, especially to someone like Donnell Rollins, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> mm. But uh, but again, to this situation, this is a huge no no, and there's a lot of people that's kind of defending him on this, or let's just say they. I mean, it's okay not to say a word if you're his friend, but at the same time, you gotta say what's wrong is wrong. That's it, and I, and that's where I stop. Candyman, your thoughts?
0: So here's my thing. Now I I'm personally don't I don't care for Charlemagne. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. He's just there. <laughs> But at the same time, people are calling for him to take responsibility. He pled to the charge. I don't know if he did time, probably did community service, but he
3: he did, he did he did three years probation.
0: Yeah, so he 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 pled guilty. So what more could people want? He pled guilty. He he went to the court and said, Yes, I did it. Like like and like what, what, what more could y'all what, what more do y'all want, y'all? See, and this is my problem. And again, I'm not defending Charlemagne, because again, I, I don't care for Charlemagne. He could fall off the face of the earth, it wouldn't affect me. But it's like the man. The man went to the court and said, "Yes, I did it." He did his three years probation. He so basically he did his debt to society, and that's it. Like, like, why do y'all want to go and 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 take us and, and put his head on a spear and 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 parade, parade it around town? Like,
3: you got to think of the meat. You got to think of it today. Sorry to cut you off, but just to add to it, like the whole Me Too movement. I you got that. a lot of people speaking out. A lot of women speaking out more than before, and, and it's like it's like a call to arms. Instead of just getting a slap on the wrist, more needs to be done. That's what they're saying. Uh, that's that's that that that's where that's coming from.
2: I understand where Al's coming from, but my, like my, my biggest but my biggest thing is like you can't make a mockery out of this, no matter what. Right, but, I, right, I, right. I I I like that he apologized and he admitted that he did it, but then after that, don't make a mockery out of it. But my other biggest issue
0: with Charlemagne, and this is where I where I get angry, didn't Charlemagne like. Didn't he always say he was like abused as sexually abused as a child?
2: He did say that. Yes, he did say that.
0: And then also, isn't he like a wasn't he like an advocate for like sexual abuse or rape, like like to report it if it's happened to you or other stuff like that? So I feel like that's a that's a little two faced. Like you going around talking about you supporting rape victims, but you out here raping people.
1: Hmm.
0: so it's two sides to it, but I feel like yo the legal system had its way with him. Should he be canceled? Yes, because if other people could get canceled and and, you know, and and be wiped off, wiped off the face of media, then he should be, too, since that's what he did. But also, again, one could argue the legal system did what they did. The legal system had its way. He didn't try to avoid the charge. He didn't run away from the charge. He never said, no, I didn't do it. So at the same time, it's like, well, what more could people want? Like.
2: They're just trying to figure out why he's still on air that was the biggest gripe like why are you still on the air
0: people people need to contact revolt and power 105 and have that take that up with them you can't get mad at him because he's still on the air take that up with his employer so that that's that's my two cents i mean like i said i don't care about He's just there. He doesn't do anything for, for my entertainment or anything like that. But. Hey,
2: and was he a protege for Wendy Williams on the radio? Yes, he, he was. He was a protege of Wendy. Fre-
0: Fredro Starr made sure to bring that up when he was on The Breakfast Club. Ugh. but
2: <laughs> I, I, well, That's what, motherfucker, you don't want to <laughs> piss off. I, 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 would, he, I, 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 I wish that Fredro Starr
1: would have slapped him, but seems like it was going that way.
2: It was going to happen. Fredro was fired up. Fredero was fired up, Beans was fired up, Birdman was <laughs> fired up. <laughs> Jeez. Is you finished
0: or is you done? <laughs> All right. That's ah, well, yeah. that's but
2: that's, but that's that. Uh, but, but, but this situation is now I don't know if this this situation will probably wake up more people who has been in um I think her name is Jessica Reeds, that's the victim situation. Cause I think now more people going to try to come up. I mean, not come out, uh, come up, come out, and stuff. Because you know, sometimes when you become rape victims, it's it's hard to try to talk about it off the back because you're scared, and you, you that's that's a trauma that you got to live with for life. So of course, people want to be silent for years of that. So can't knock them for that too. It's, it's it's trauma, and I don't blame them.
3: Our hearts go out to anybody that's been victimized and been and,
2: and have de- dealt with a situation like that. It is very yeah. traumatic. Very traumatic. Hate to see it. Hate to see it.
0: Yes, indeed. And that brings us to our... That brings us to our final segment for today. Oh, it's my, yeah, yes, sir. It's, it's, <laughs> it's my segment for today. It's the Ain't Nobody Checking for Them. So, <laughs> basically what this is, once once a month, I talk about people Ain't Nobody Checking for. Or one group of people, or one person, or what have you. So, my little my little topic for today. You know who we're not checking for, gentlemen? Who? Who's that? The people that don't listen to an artist until that artist has passed away. Word. You mm-hmm. people don't get no respect from me. Let me explain something to you people right now. So, and we said it before because obviously we've talked about Pop Smoke album, talked about DMX album. We even did a whole episode on Posthumous album. But I can't check for you if it takes a man to pass away in order for you to give his music a chance. That, that's a goddamn shame. I can't check for you if it takes a man to pass away before you can play his records on the radio. Certain people, yes, they're, they're legends, icons. DMX is a, is an icon in rap. Big L is a legend in rap. Big pun, legend in rap. But the streams don't go up until the man dies. In some cases, like F- MF Doom, he never had streams until he died. It's just disgusting to me. Like, especially the MF Doom situation. The man, the highest the man ever charted on the Billboard 200 was 159. He dies and all of a sudden has an album in the top five. A album from 2004 went in the top five in 2021 back in February. Like, why does the man, why, see, and this is my issue. Why, Why? Why? why as, a, as a, and this is not even just in, in music, but as life as a whole, why don't we give why don't we give people their flowers until until they pass away why why we don't celebrate and acknowledge people while they're here like sure some people get celebrated and acknowledged while they're here like jay-z jay-z will always get jay-z will always get a, a claim and accolade but not everybody is jay-z where 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 was the love for mf doom when he died nipsey hustle was a guy who had lo- who, who got shown love while he was alive but then after he died, he became like this this cult hero figure. For, for months after, you couldn't find a copy of Victory Lap at a regular retail price. Streams went through the roof. Like, why is it that people people demand new and unreleased music of these artists, but when they was alive, they wasn't listening to them? I don't understand what the fascination of with dead people is. Yeah, Triple X Tentacion had had success when he was alive. But why did his success double and triple after he passed? I just don't get it. And those are the people I'm not checking for, because you know what that tells me? If you got to jump on the wave of somebody who's not here no more, that makes you a bandwagon fan. And if there's one thing in hip-hop I can't stand, it's bandwagoning. It's one thing. It's one thing. I even, I'll even go so far as to say I'll respect the stand of somebody who's alive than a bandwagon fan of somebody who's dead. And it just disgusts me that some people just don't get flowers when they alive, and it shouldn't be that way. Like hip hop is hip hop is known to be a celebratory culture, so we need to start celebrating dudes before they die. Nobody, even even going back to Chinx drugs, nobody nobody outside of hardcore Coke Boys fans was listening to Chinx until after he died. You think if Welcome to JFK came out before he got murdered, people would have copped it? Hell no. So. That's that. That's who I'm not checking for. You bandwagon hip hop fans who jump on the bandwagon of dead artists. So you don't. You you never heard a song of theirs, or you skip past their songs, or you didn't even look look them up at Apple Music, or you just browse past them when they was alive. But the minute you hear they dead, all of a sudden you want to check them out. I can't respect that, and I definitely can't check for that. That's my piece.
3: Powerful, right there shut it down definitely definitely agree with um with that it's it's, it's very very it's <laughs> very interesting you know i mean jd kiss said it dead rappers get better promotion
0: and god forbid if one of us ever pass away please don't bandwagon this show mm. i will call yeah. you out on air if i find that out
3: but yeah that's my yep. piece fellas no, when are We with you?
2: No, listen, totally I'm, I'm with we, you. We are 100% with and, you. And
3: I'm, and I'm, and I'm going to go with what the great Mean Gene Oakland said. Rest in peace to him. When I die, bury me face down in my, my coffin so all the critics could kiss my
2: ass.
0: <laughs> Greater words have never been said. <laughs> yeah. And with that, and on that note, uh, I say we go wrap this up and we'll be in the same place on the same platform at the same time next week
3: and before we officially wrap let me just throw some things out there real quick uh uh, uh, just to add this out there uh a couple of projects for everybody to check out Uh, i want everybody to pay attention success is revenge volume two by my home girl kayla bishop it is out go to audio mac you can listen to it on audio mac she just she had some shows in new york recently in manhattan Shout out to my homegirl. All peace and love to you. I want to shout out Cortez for his record, Resolutions. It's on Apple Music 2021. It came out. It's a brilliant project. And last but not least, my album of the year candidate right now goes to the man himself. Lloyd Banks. beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful project that, that came out not too long ago. Oh, I love that guy, man. It is called The Curse of the Inevitable. Please go check that out. Those are the three latest projects I've been bumping. So just want to throw that out there for all you music heads.
0: Okay. And uh, shout outs to our fellow network uh, podcast. You know, Chef Patrick Lee is doing his thing. Cast Iron Podcast. Link is in the description. Our guy, Malik, the cool brother, the cool podcast. Link is in the, the description. Coolest brother. What?
3: And please, please be on the lookout for the next episode, because yours truly will be on there, and we'll be discussing
2: Barry White. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Are you going to sing his verse on Secret <laughs> Garden?
3: Tune in, and you'll find out.
2: Oh, okay.
3: And then also,
0: uh, for those of y'all who like baseball, we got my Metropolitan <laughs> report. Link also in the
3: description. So, the How thing- are the Mets doing, by the way? How are the Mets doing?
0: First place, brother. First place. First place. Hey, hey! Congratulations I'm a to the
3: Yankees
2: fan. But that boy Degrom is something else, man.
0: Woo. First place. God is good.
2: Congratulations <laughs> to the Mets. Absolutely. That boy, that boy Degrom is on a mission. I
3: mean, I mean, Mac, you, Mac, you mentioned the Yankees. They ain't look too good against the Dead Sox.
2: Well, right now the offense ain't looking like anything. I don't know what's with this offense. Injuries. I'm like, uh, here we go again. Sidebar I,
3: don't Side know. I, bar,
2: think, uh, I so- think we need a new general manager. That's, yeah.
3: Sidebar for all you rap lab faithful. These are our other projects. So please tune into those as well, not just this one.
0: Links is in the description for everything and everybody. Go cop the merch. I'll see you in Atlantic City in a couple weeks. And uh by the way, if you got if you got newborns. Your man's a Rev barber. He got he got a
1: power off for the baby, so <laughs> yes, yes, sir.
3: Yes,
1: yes. Bought my son the 18 month old onesie because now he's taking his diaper off and running around.
2: Oh all no. Right. Hey, all right. Good <laughs> luck catching him.
1: Shout shout out shout outs to the young king
0: as Ryan, man.
2: Yes, yeah. Man. That's the young Rev Barber.
0: <laughs> <Fair laughs>
2: yes, indeed.
0: So with that being said, we're gonna catch y'all
2: next week. Same time. Same place. <laughs> peace. peace. peace.